0: What is up guys welcome back to another episode of Hans athletics coach d here um, Wanted to talk about a specific topic today and that is going to be uh, athlete confidence developing confidence and nurturing it as a coach And just give you some insight into what I believe has been successful for us at Hans athletics and why We've had growth and continued growth and the the success with the athletes that we have um We receive often texts about updates of performances on the weekends And one thing that has stayed consistent over the last five years is uh, parents are really mentioning confidence, like athletes' confidence on the court, uh, general confidence in themselves. And that's usually one of the first adaptations that uh, is noticed when an athlete starts coming to us consistently. And I wanted to kind of talk through, like I said, a couple points with that and why I think uh, we've had success with that. So number one is going to be the the culture of the facility. So uh, when athletes come in, we give them a lot of space to be who they are. Um, with all the quirks and oddities involved, uh, there is an underlying, of course, uh, feeling or presence of, uh, required hard work. It's, it's one thing that we haven't had a problem with. Uh, and a, a lot of that is to, is to credit the athletes that we currently have, um, and the type of athlete we're attracting is it, it seems that most of the athletes are pretty much all the athletes, uh, want to work hard when they come to us, um. It also could potentially be partly because they only get to come to us usually two to three times a week. So they are spending a lot of time doing other stuff. And then when they come to us, it's it's somewhat of a special event or a thing they look forward to uh, weekly. And I wanted to, to go back a little bit and talk a little bit more about allowing them to be themselves. So we're not forcing them to uh, act a certain way or try to fit in with the other athletes. It's kind of giving them the space as a coach to express themselves and not uh, nipping it or, uh, you know, saying that was weird or whatever. So giving athletes space to be themselves with it the, with the underlying presence of the, you need to work hard while you're here. And we need to make progress. We need to continue to uh, push the performance envelope and get better over time. And I'll get into something we do with that later and how we know that's happening for sure. And I think it's part of the process. But that's one way is allowing the athlete to express themselves, be themselves and be an individual within a a group as well as uh, a supportive culture. So uh, we definitely lead with, some people say it's because we're young coaches, whatever. Uh, We definitely lead with love in terms of uh, it's a, it's a first and foremost, an enjoyable experience when they come in. It's something they enjoy. They, they, find pleasure in working hard because of the way it's delivered and the and the way we talk about it um rather than feeling like they're forced to do it so one thing that we really focus on has been a discussion with the coaches is we want athletes to have a positive healthy relationship with their training uh the last thing i want is someone to feel like they were forced to do it because what you'll see is athletes get finished with their sport uh career their their whether that ends in high school whether it wins, ends in college whether it ends as professionals You'll see athletes all the time that are burnout and just associate a negative feeling towards training that was it was required for sport and they did not have a good experience with it. So when they get done with sport and aren't forced to do it anymore, they completely back off of it. And then you'll see quality life go down. uh, Old beat up bodies that played sports and didn't do what they needed to to recover and and stay healthy over time. And so, uh, and and identity loss. So the athletes will get done with sports and they don't know what to do and they kind of just fall into this cyclical pattern of bad behavior and potentially gain a bunch of weight or are unhealthy and are lost and don't have a lot of motivation to, to do a lot of things. So uh, one thing is, is the way we train them in here is to prepare them to have a smooth transition and fall in love with training so they can do it for the rest of their life. Now uh, that alone is, I think is worth all of the value of having an athlete come in, even if they play sports or not. So uh, giving them ability to train themselves and do that in a, in a progressive, healthy manner for the rest of their lives. So, um, a- again, the, the confidence comes from them coming in, spending the time, enjoying the col- the process. And within that, this gives them space to, to fail, to try hard things, to have some failures, and not feel like it's a space where they're going to be attacked or ridiculed for that. Um, in today's generation, I feel like the kids are even more... Not, not very, uh, they're apprehensive to, to, uh, be put on the spot or apprehensive to fail in front of their peers or in front of others. Um, they're not, they're not very avid at or in love with looking, uh, not good in front of people. And I think part of this would be social media. I think part of this would be just how the internet has connected us. They feel like their lives are on highlight all the time. They're watching people fail on the internet and making fun of them and seeing those posts get a ton of likes and uh, comments on them and whatnot. So athletes are apprehensive to look dumb. uh, I would say even more so than before. And in our space, we revoke that or take away that feeling and are very positive when they fail and when they are successful. So we give them the the correct feedback that's needed when they fail and then uh, positively get the Encourage them to do it again and try again, and then show them that they can do it. So I think that's a big part of the confidence uh, improvement. Is you'll see athletes less apprehensive to fail in sport, which is necessary to be a great athlete. You can't you can't play afraid. You can't play uh, terrified to make a mistake. And I think that's something that a lot of coaches misses miss. Strength coaches and particularly sport coaches, um, they their athletes are absolutely terrified to fail. Which you'll never get the best performance out of an athlete if they are playing not to lose or playing not to fail. So, encouraging that mindset, uh, embodying it with our athletes is is something that's also at the forefront of our minds and a reason that you'll see that confidence improvement. Um, And what goes hand in hand with that is the way that we track. So, we have spent a lot of time and resources on getting the necessary equipment to track a lot of different things. Uh, we track speeds, we track verticals, we track uh, different types of plyometric tests, uh, reactivity strength index, and most recently, we have enough units now that we actually track velocity on bar speed for m- most of our main strength movements over time. Um, what this does is allows the athlete to see progress in the gym. So when they're in here doing hard things, uh, doing things that make them uncomfortable, they're actually the ve- they're able to see very distinctly and very honestly, whether they're making progress or not. And when they are making that progress or doing the things they need to do on the side, going to bed on time, eating food, they see those results shoot up even more. And it it just reinforces that behavior. So if you don't have the the mechanisms in place to track progress, uh, oftentimes that can get lost in the mix and then athletes will lose some motivation. Uh, They are very driven by results um, by doing well and improving. So by investing the time and money to get the equipment and, and use it in our training. We have definitely seen an uptick in athletes, uh, excitement to make, uh, progress on different movements and, 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 uh, carry over from that to, uh, their sport. So they're able to, you know, know that they've done hard work in here, they are making progress and there's no reason that they shouldn't be more capable on the court or on the field or in their sport. And then uh, subsequently, you see an improvement in performance on the, on the field uh, or in their sport because they know they already know they already have that self belief that they're better. So having the ability to track is huge. Um, and then I want to just swing back and highlight again, uh, creating an environment on a team or or in a gym setting where you know failure is is not a bad thing. It's it's something to Almost be celebrated in well in a way as well because if you're never failing you're not pushing yourself um, and when I say failing don't it's not like one rep max failing now we don't ever we actually don't ever one rep max but that's a whole nother podcast um, but failing to hit prerequisite speed on the bar um, failing to do the skill uh, coordinate like in a coordinated fashion or uh, you know achieve the ability to jump over all of the different height supply metrics, uh, hurdles we have out. So there's just a bunch of different ways that, uh, in a very controlled way, they're being asked to do things that make them uncomfortable and potentially fail. And then the coach's response is, you know, what did you notice and how, and, you know, this is what I would suggest, and this is how we're going to get better. Um, and how do you feel about it? So we let them kind of walk through it in their own heads and, uh, make that progress themselves and, and give them that space to think through things and then attack it again in, in a, in a setting that's not uh, them getting reprimanded or made fun of in front of their peers by by a superior or a coach. Uh, That's one of the biggest mistakes you can make, in my opinion, is really belittling kids or making them look dumb in front of their peers. That's gonna immediately cause that kid or most kids to shell up and uh, again, go back to that mindset of playing afraid, playing scared. And you will not get the best performance. And in the long run, you actually might make a negative impact on the athlete with your time with them, which is one of my greatest fears. So, uh, the time that you spend with the athlete should overall improve their life, overall improve their performance, not just in sport, but in, in general, in life, as a partner, in the future, as a, as a partner, as a spouse, um, you know, in business, uh, in their jobs. So, really big picture mindset. Uh, we have enhanced athletics, and I think that's why we have such a success with the athletes and they enjoy being here. Um, but those are kind of my initial thoughts on that. If you guys have any questions on that or thoughts, go ahead and share them. Hit us up on social media, obviously. Uh, connect with us. And I appreciate you guys taking the time to listen and share with any coaches or athletes or others that, that you know that have influenced other over p- other people or programs and uh, get their opinions on you know what they're doing to make sure that either as a team leader or as a coach, They are having a positive influence on the others around them and helping them progress at the same time. Coach D, tuning out. Thanks, guys.